Some interesting news has come to the Nifty Show as I have taken over it in its entirety for the following month as Joel and Travis are indisposed for their own reasons. I'm Riles and I'm proudly hosting the show uh, for this period of time. I'm here to talk about how we are rapidly seeking out these solutions to long running problems in a set of industries that NFTs and Web3 may be positions to help resolve. One such industry that a lot of people are attempting to improve is music, which, of course, I'm a huge fan of. And today I have here with me the chief technical officer of HitPiece to discuss that set of problems. Jason Nunnally, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic. It's good to be on with you. Now, I, let's talk about the problems that you have seen in the music industry first, because obviously living in this world and helping to build technology position to solve those problems, what are we out to fix? Well, I think the primary challenge has always been for creators that fall into the not top 0.01% of artists, right? So if you are a multi-diamond artist and you're touring the world occasionally, the present system's great. Uh, you know, if you're Drake, you make lots of money. There's lots of opportunities, not just in the music industry, but in monetizing your name and likeness. But for the rest of people in the creative space, music specifically, historically, it's been a tough way to make a living. And NFTs have proven very profitable and very flexible, especially for independent artists. Well, I'd like to get into understanding the scale of that problem because you know the the everyday observer might see platforms like Spotify and YouTube and these highly accessible places where where lesser known artists can go and have their stuff easily accessed and listened to and yet you're saying that this is still really hard for them. Well, again, it is for everyone shy of the top 0.01, right? The the, the top 0.01%. Um if you're Justin Bieber, YouTube is fantastic. There's absolutely nothing wrong with YouTube. Uh, traditional record labels make sweet deals for people in that highest of high echelons. If you look at how, you know, specifically streaming royalties and mechanical sales, you know, CDs, whatever, I don't even know who buys that stuff anymore, but apparently it's still a substantial part of the revenue model. Um, people that fit into that area um, at the very, very top are still doing really well. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's skewed toward people at the very top. It's not great. So if you're, let's say at the bottom of the barrel, you have you know, absolutely no fans, you're at the top, you're, you have the most number of fans of anyone. Um, being in the middle somewhere, not a great place to be for most creators. Then this is where the present models have sort of failed creatives. Um, now, I also believe that for the diamond level creators, I think for the very, very top of the, uh, of the pyramid, so to speak, that there's an opportunity here to monetize and to create new experiences for fans. So I don't want to leave out people that are north of the 50% margin. Um, we work with artists that are you know, very, very high performing artists in the traditional music world, but NFTs offer all kinds of creative ways to connect with fans and audience, all kinds of creative ways to gatekeep or to, uh, to add permission 
to special events. And it's also a fantastic way for them to create new revenue streams. Right. So just just to be clear about you know the problems that lesser known artists are facing, even though platforms like Spotify are so huge and a great way for music discover to, to be discovered, it's what, like pennies on the dollar for a thousand people listening to a song and it's it's just not a sustainable way for musicians to put food on the table but you are on the hit piece team and can you tell us what hit piece is doing to to help both with uh getting those lesser known artists the the value of the labor that they're putting in the labor and the passion and also those opportunities for additional engagement uh between musicians and fans absolutely um, first, I want to be crystal clear about what we, you know, we do and don't offer because I think it's helpful to be clear about this. A lot of people float pipe dreams and sort of smoke, right? Um, what Hippies has done is created a really simple process for a creative, for an artist to drop whatever they want to drop. We don't care what kind of media it is. So it can be if they want to drop audio. Um, that's great. It gets, it's more than 22 seconds. It gets verified by Audible Magic to make sure there's no infringement on intellectual property rights. Um, if they want to drop graphics, they can do that. If they want to drop video, they can do that. If they want to token gate experiences, they can do that. And because we're on the Ethereum platform, it is the most widely supported chain, period. We do something else. And then for the artist side of it, um, we actually cover the gas fees on minting those tokens. We mint the tokens uh, in a pseudo gasless method. So for for artists that you know didn't want to get popped with a launch gas fee, this is a great platform for them because maybe not forever, but for right now, we are covering those gas fees and the largest sum of capital available in the marketplace. The easiest way to buy NFT is still through the Ethereum main chain. So it sounds like what you've created is you, you've created a convenient direct sales channel for musicians to share uh, this new form of merchandise, shall we say, mm -hmm. with the people who listen to them, follow them, et cetera. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, if you'll click on that link right there to Chase Paves, um, love that artist, by the way. That's a great uh, independent artist who came to us with his own art. Um, if you'll see those pieces, they're really creative. They, each one has a story. Those are one of ones. His song, his music uh, is on that MP4. So you can buy it, you can play it in your, um, first of all, it's a collector. They're one of ones. Second of all, um, you know, again, being on Ethereum, it's super easy across different channels. You can put it in the metaverse experiences really easily. You can use it on your MetaMask wallet, on your phone. But, you know, in Chase's case, we, you know, we have an artist that's independent, um, relatively uh, small compared to, say, you know, the guys at the tippy top. And um, you know, it's a really simple process for him. And in addition to that, we do promote, we promote the platform and we do promote partner artists. So really simple engagement for Chase. It's not exclusive. We're not locking it down to some kind of crazy, you know, sell your soul at the crossroads long deal. Um, he can go do NFTs directly on a platform like OpenSea if he wants to. He could do a PFP if he wanted to. We'd love for him to partner with us on those kind of projects, but we don't lock people in. 
which I think is unique to the platform. And the other thing that's interesting about the platform is it's on both sides, super easy. Now there's another, um, there's another artist on here um, that uh, ours called Sprite and Sprite has tokens on sale for United States dollars for old fashioned whip out credit card, um, buy the token with USD. Our platform is straight purchase the collectible with the credit card. So if you have an NFT wallet, so if you have uh, your own NFT wallet, let's say for example, it's a cryptocurrency wallet like um, you know Trust or MetaMask, you connect it to the platform, but you don't have to go buy Ethereum or convert it to some kind of wrapped Ethereum. You could, uh, if the artist so chooses, just put a credit card out, buy that NFT, and it drops directly into your wallet. So, so what, is, what we're talking about is is a hugely convenient user onboarding for people who haven't even gotten themselves into crypto, really. Yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta do the basics, right? We're as of right now, as a team, we're all very. Uh, I'm not speaking as a company, but as a team, everyone on the team, because we're developers and because we're technically proficient. You know, we all believe in your keys, your tokens, and as much as possible, we want to encourage people get your own wallet, own your own tokens. It's not a custodial wallet experience. It's not like you know what they're doing with Flow, where there's uh, you know external wallets and a chain controlled through a different platform. You know, NBA Top Shot did a great job of making it super convenient, but as of right now, and I'm sure it's going to change because they're making relationships. But as of right now, you don't get the kind of distribution that you get with an Ethereum chain. Mm. In other words, there's not as many marketplaces to go to to resell, secondary markets, um, metaverse experiences. So if you want to really have a solid metaverse experience, ETH main is the way to go. We make it really easy to buy tokens with ETH main. And I was I was going to bring up the M word because it, it snuck in here a few times. You've got on the, the front page of hit piece that the first 10,000 users that sign up get access to their own metaverse. Uh, so I want to know about that. And I want to know about how the metaverse relates to this project. Well, um, you know, I, I personally believe in most of our team has this concept as well. I mean, keep, keep in mind, it's an ever evolving space, but we all believe that, you know, the concept of metaverse, which is just virtual experiences is going to be the lion's share of evolution for the creative artist. So, uh, new backstage experiences, new in-person experiences, new concert opportunities, new relive the magic opportunities. So what you're looking at is a metaverse room, a listening lounge, and the new version of the lounge will be up on the uh, platform pretty soon. That lounge allows you to move into a three-dimensional space to listen to your NFTs, to hang your NFTs on the wall, sort of showcase the NFTs that you've purchased. And we want to make that as friendly as possible. And it's an instantaneous way to experience metaverse in concert with the artists that you supported. So part of the big draw of this is is getting that cozy atmosphere of a of a slightly retro contemporary listening space. Like if there was such a place that we could only all go to and gather, this would this would be that sort of location. 
Oh yeah, it's a sick experience, and I can't wait. We we've, we've made some modifications. We've worked with the team. Um, the new room comes out really soon, and it's going to be a little bit bigger for people who want to throw a house party. Um, we we will not launch with multi-user experiences, so it won't be like a video game, like an Unreal Tournament or your typical Unity-based games. But it is heading in that direction. That's the goal to give people. Uh, a multi-user sort of party experience to go share their music and their art with their friends. I, I would love to hear more about some of these features that you're you're projecting for the near future and, and what hit piece is going to become within a few months to a few years. Yeah, the the idea I don't think that we're really that far off of the typical roadmap for an NFT based platform. We want a multiverse, multi-user experience that's simple, it's clean, it's elegant. Um, I will say this is something unique to us. We are shooting for um, an, uncanny, an uncanny valley plus extreme uh, creativity. So what we're shooting for is you know, warm, detailed experiences that feel natural. So it's actually kind of cool and fun versus super blocky. I'm sure you've seen this where there's been like entity driven um, metaverse experiences that they just don't, I mean, you don't even look like good video games, right? We're heading toward more of that more real experience. And we're looking to do multi-user as soon as possible. So you can actually have engagement in the metaverse experience. Lots of companies are coming out with this uh, in the sense that we're doing metaverse. There's nothing that special about hippies. What is special about hippies is we're trying to make it really, really easy for artists to participate. So instead of having to get with the creative team, do a bunch of development, have a real long cycle, all you have to do to participate in the hit piece metaverse experiences as we roll them out is simply go to the platform, sign up as an artist, get approved and verified as an artist, and then start dropping your NFTs. You know, I'm sure that a lot of our listeners and, and viewers know talented musicians for themselves, but Musicians who may have gotten caught up in, in all of the skepticism that's revolved around Web3 and blockchain and NFTs. What would you tell those friends of our friends, those people that are making music about why they should embrace this and how they can benefit? Well, first of all, let me let me give respect to people that are reluctant to get involved with these new technologies. because Of course. There's a good reason to be suspicious, right? Like there's suspicious stuff going on. There's rug pulls every day in NFTs. So I think the distrust is justified and I don't want to um, devalue someone's distrust. I think earning trust is something that you should expect from a platform. But, you know, what I would say to those people is pick something, you know, pick somewhere you're willing, you're willing to start. Um, give your fans some credit. You know, if your fans don't want to participate, if you know they're not sophisticated, um, you're worried they're going to get ripped off. You know, communicate with your fans. Do something small. Do something very specific. Um, but have some faith in people. You know that they won't number one get mad and quit you and not be a fan anymore. And number two, um, that somehow they're going to get scammed because you offered a product. Um, as far as like. You know, selling an artist that's reluctant to get involved in new technology, I, I would just say, and, the, and this is where I kind of like go in the other direction, sort of trust me on this, uh, look at everything that you 
your your counterparts would have been uh, opposed to. Um, and some of them went bad. You know, I, I would say streaming has not served the artists particularly well. But the fact of the matter is, artists who figured out how to use streaming to expand their audience and how to cash flow those fans through other ways, whether it be live or merchandising or name and likeness capitalization, the fact is every technology eventually grows into something substantial and legitimate. In the movie industry, 25 years ago, would have never dreamed that people would watch a movie and watch it in their homes. They would never go to theater. And that the revenue models for launching movies in uh, direct consumer digital subscribership would actually be comparable to theater launches. Well, the fact is they are. It's normal. And so the same artist who would be reluctant to do an NFT project because it seems weird and complicated, you know, maybe a little too edgy, um, is probably going to stream a movie at home. And they're using technology. They're using something that was, you know, an anathema to the traditional industry just 20 years ago. And I would encourage people to think about NFTs the same way. Yeah, it's kind of difficult. It's kind of complicated. It's sort of nerdy. And that's the reason we built hit piece the way we did to make it as simple as possible for the artists to capitalize on it and bring their fans along with them into this metaverse. I, I love that approach. And I, I love the historical uh, lessons learned from, from previous points in technological development. Uh, Jason, it's, it's been great to have you on the show. Where can people, would you point people anywhere other than hitpiece.com to go to learn more about the project and engage with it? Yeah, I mean, we're uh, go to Hit Piece. We're, there's links on hitpiece.com. You can link to us uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Um, there's all sorts of, there's actually a Discord channel. So if you'll scroll to the bottom of the website, there's a link to our Discord. I really encourage you, if you're into Discord, if you want to have conversations with the team, our team actually goes in there and talks to users and to artists on a regular basis. That's the best way to engage. It's all right there at the bottom of the website. And, um, you know, hippies.com, if you're an artist, go click on the uh, creator submission form, submit to become verified. I will say, you know, we, we do have the guardrails up. You know, we're, we're now making sure as much as we can. Um, you know, my goal as a technology developer in the executive team, uh, their goal as you know, patrons of music and of response, you know, as responsible uh, business executives is to make it really, really, really safe. And that requires us to verify that you are who you say you are. So there is a process for claiming a creator page. And we'd love to help artists. And if you're a fan, uh, go get an account. Get, go get your, your, uh, your self-custodial wallet. And go create an account on HitPiece and get ready. Cool stuff's coming. These guys are putting a lot of thought into this from from both sides. So HitPiece.com and at JoinHitPiece on Twitter. Thanks so much for uh, for coming in and chatting about this, Jason. And thank uh, you, I, I appreciate it. I, I think that there's there's something that's supposed to happen at the end of every show. I think I'm I'm supposed to tell you all to keep it nifty. The nifty.